0: Blacklight Protocol, a Red King Creations production. Episode 12, The Offering. Hey Reed, my name is James, and I'm hoping this is the right email to send this to, but I have a story, one that I thought you might like to read. My wife and I own a little house in the county in Alabama. We have two kids one girl and one boy. My little girl is the older one. Her name's Alice, and she's seven. My little boy is four years old. His name's Adam. Now, like I said, our house is in the county, and we ourselves don't own a lot of land, but there's a lot of land around us big open pastures, rolling hills. It's very pretty. Cows everywhere, roosters crowing in the morning, it's great and the kids love it. One thing we are pretty proud of with the house is our back porch. And while we don't have a big house, we did put together a nice back porch, big enough for grilling. That's uh, one of my hobbies, I got a trailer, love it. Anyway, because I like grilling, the kids spend a lot of time outside playing in the yard while I get stuff ready. Of course they like to cook with me. Uh, they have their own little cooking playset. set. Uh, you better believe if I'm cooking some burgers, the kids have cooked a dozen mud pies to go with them. It's pretty cute how inventive they can be, digging up wild onions and breaking twigs into fries or whatever. That's really nice about being in the county. You're kind of by yourself. You don't have to worry about anything being outside at night. I've never worried about my kids going outside after dark or anything like that because there aren't other people around. I myself, as long as we've been at this house, have never minded being outside at night. Sometimes, if I need a minute, I enjoy the peace and tranquility of the night world. I say all this to say that everything had been fine up until, well, recently. One of our favorite things to do in the summer is stay up past dark, cooking and letting the kids play on the deck. The first time something weird happened. I was cleaning up the grill and I told the kids to clean up, which feels a little redundant because their corner of the deck is already coated in dried mud and stashed full of toys. I got their trademark whining and chide them a little to convince them to clean. So Alice comes over to me and she's got a rusted metal pan And it's got some mud and rock cookies these just came out of the oven she says holding them out can we let them cool i say sure because why not silas goes and sets the pan on the deck stairs that lead out into the yard it's kid logic gotta let your mud and rocks cool all night so they'll be good to eat now in case you're wondering that wasn't the weird part this was a regular afternoon What was weird was when I came out on the deck the next morning, mug of coffee in hand, I just happened to notice that the tray of cookies was gone. It was early in the morning, and I didn't think much of it. Maybe there had been winds or something and knocked it off. But when the kids came out, I, of course, got an earful from Alice. She was upset that her tray of cookies were gone, and she was gonna have to make them all over again. She and Adam grumbled about it for a while, but half an hour later they were digging up dirt and using a garden hose to make more mud and they were back at it. This time, instead of making cookies, they had deemed it necessary to make a chocolate cake. And just like the night before, they wanted to leave it out and let it cool because it was still a little wet and slimy. We got them cleaned up and sent them inside a little bit earlier than the night before. I remember very clearly that they put their little cake on the stairs and I remember very clearly coming out the next morning and it was gone. That's when I took notice. As a dad, I guess there's a lot of things you just forget about, but sometimes sometimes the, there's just the smallest thing that pricks your attention. I start to think about it because I know we live out in the county. There are owls, coyotes, all sorts of animals out there, but I can't imagine any of them wanting a metal pan full of mud. Right, like it it just didn't, still doesn't make any sense why an animal would just take mud pies. Okay, sure, we have raccoons getting the trash, but they've never bothered my kids' stuff before. I'm not gonna say that I felt freaked out because at the time I wasn't. What freaked me out was when I noticed a coil of sticks. It was like a bunch of small twigs that had been bent into a spherical shape. They had been bent. They had been bent and twisted in such a way that there's no way it was natural. It was a ball of twigs and leaves and vines replacing the mud cake my kids had made on the stairs i thought for a second that maybe adam or alice had done it even though i've never seen them work on something that complicated even though last night it wasn't there and i put them to bed myself later that afternoon i'm sitting on the back porch looking out at the woods adam is with my wife stephanie in the house keeping an eye on Alice, who's doing her thing. She's playing with her baby doll and baking who knows what kind of horrible concoction in her plastic oven. She takes her baby doll and goes from feeding her a plastic bottle to dropping her on the deck and then opening the toy oven to pull out a mess of grass and mud. Are you going to let that cool? I ask her. It's clear in her face that she wasn't going to, but since Daddy suggested it, she thought it was the best idea in the world. But what if it goes away? She asked me. That's what I want to see, I mutter to myself. I tell her it's time for bed, and Alice begrudgingly starts to clean up. It's a little bit earlier than usual, but I'm a little nervous. I don't want to be out in dark. Alice doesn't put her mud pie on the stairs. It's sitting on a plastic plate in her oven. So once she's inside, I take it and I put it on the deck stairs. Just to see, for science. I'm not sure why I was so interested. And maybe interested isn't the right word. I'm not sure why I was so concerned, nervous, anxious. My wife noticed I was spacing out noticed that every time I passed by the back door I was peeking out of the window to see if the mud pie was still there. When I woke up the next morning, I immediately threw on my slippers and went to the deck. The air was chilled and there was still a mist hanging over the grass, a layer of dew dampening the wood. I sucked in a breath because the mud pie was gone and in its place was a dusty, broken piece of obsidian sitting in its place. The obsidian was black and glassy and embedded in another type of grey rock that still had dirt on it like it had been dug up. I looked out at the fields behind the house. They looked just like they always had. So I made a walk around my house, my heart pounding. The obsidian in my hand. I didn't see anything out of the ordinary. Nothing that might give me any answers to what happened. The rest of the day was a blur. All I could think about was something weird was happening and I didn't like it. My kids were leaving out mud pies and something was taking them and offering something in return. I don't remember much, but I remember my wife Stephanie asking if I was okay. Asking why I kept holding onto that rock and looking out the windows. That night I told my wife I was going to grill some potatoes and a few deer steaks we had from the freezer. I thawed an extra one and cooked it, tossed some potatoes on a plate, and then right before I took the food in for dinner, I left the extra steak and potatoes on the deck stairs. I just had to know. I barely slept that night. I laid awake in bed wondering if I would hear anything, if I would hear it, or them, or whatever it was. The next morning, I forced myself to breathe forced myself to put a pot of coffee in the Keurig. Couldn't make myself drink it, though. The food was gone. Now, now hear me out. I realize that if you leave food out in your back porch, the odds of it getting picked up by an animal are pretty high, right? Especially in the area that we live. But you can't dismiss a coincidence. If some random animal is going to take your stuff... They don't leave anything in return, sticks and twigs rolled into a ball, a piece of obsidian. That just doesn't happen. I had to go to work that day, but all I could think about was seeing what would happen, and I'll be honest, I don't know exactly what drove me to continue. Was it curiosity? A need to unravel this mystery? Fear? Was I really trying to keep my family safe at this point? Maybe the best thing to do would be to stop. To leave it alone. To not leave anything else out there. Treat it like we're living in bear country or something. When I got off work, I stopped by a barbecue joint and ordered some food. I wanted to see if what I offered had any effect on what was left in return. Were they just random objects? was it a small increase in value? Sticks, then stones, then what else? I spent a lot of money on food that night. I had to buy enough for the family and for whatever was out there. I had a full rack of ribs that I left in the car. I didn't have time to spend hours and hours cooking them. Just before bed, I went out to the car and got out the ribs and put them on the back porch. I didn't hurry inside. I lingered for maybe a moment or two my eyes scanning the darkness looking for something anything to validate the twisting sensation in my stomach I didn't see anything the next morning the ribs were gone again to be expected save for the fact that when I stood at the back stairs I saw a smear of where the ribs had been spices and splotches of oil where the grease had been left behind and in its place was a locket an old, dented locket that was faded and only a small section of chain remained attached it was surrounded by sprinkles of dirt but the locket itself looked touched and polished in a handheld way I again looked around and I didn't see anything no evidence of who was leaving it behind these little payments. I clicked open the locket, and inside was an all-but-faded image of a woman. It was an old, old picture. Not sure how old, but probably mid to late 1900s. I couldn't see anything of her face, just a smooth, curved jaw and her hair wrapped up in a cloth of some sort thick dress it seemed like I was correct the value of food offered seemed to increase with each offering what if I gave it more what could I receive what can I say human greed at its finest I guess I'm interacting with something that I don't know or understand and I'm wondering what I can gain from it my mind is reeling and I'm wondering if it will just take food. Will it take more? Will it take old jewelry and offer food or more jewels? Before I know it, it's evening again. The sun is setting, and orange rays are beaming through the trees. I looked at them again, at the edges of my land, hoping, almost praying that I'll see something to validate my experiences. I see nothing. That night, despite all of my thoughts, all of my wonderings, I decided not to leave something. It almost killed me, you know? I don't think I slept that night. I just laid awake, imagining some creature, something from over the far hills sitting at my back porch looking up at the empty stairs, like a sad puppy. Went out the next morning and dropped my coffee mug It shattered on the tile floor Hot coffee soaking my slippers Glass shattering Daddy, what's wrong? Adam asked, hobbling around the corner I spun around so fast, scooping him up and putting him in Alice's room Alice, watch your brother I snapped and shut their door Stephanie screamed when she saw it she didn't follow me outside, she ran to occupy the kids so they wouldn't see. It was most of a cow. It was torn in half, the entrails spilling out in a fan-like pattern. The smell was overwhelming, you could feel it. The meat and the blood was still hot. In the cool of the morning you could see the mist coming off the puddled blood in the intestines. The ribs of the cow had been cracked and opened up. It was just one big empty meat cavity. In the midst of it all, I saw deep grooves carved into the deck. It simply said, Give. This is a terrifying encounter. I've reached out to James for a follow-up, and I won't read the full response, but it should suffice to say that he and his family are continuing to place small offerings on the back porch, and they continue to disappear. The offerings required don't have to be big. They can be small meals, and in return, they receive small objects. Simple rocks, occasionally a toy, something like that. For now, everything seems at peace. Or everything seems appeased. James, if you're listening to this, keep the offerings manageable. Whatever you have to do, just keep it at bay. I'm going to mark this down. We're going to look for any correlations that we can. If anyone else has a story of something like this, maybe something similar, please reach out to me. We have to figure out a way to get James and his family out of this situation. There's a lot of strange things out there. Do your best to stay safe.